Hello, family. This is Molly, and I have my dearest best friend, cousin friend with me. Ellie. So glad to Ellie Porter in the flesh. Um, since we are not going to be together for Thanksgiving, we decided that instead of depriving y'all of the kids' table conversation that we typically have, we would do a little podcast and share th- some of our thoughts that we haven't been able to because we're not all together. Um, So we ask that you, in honor of not being together, you grab a red Solo cup, you write your name on it, settle in, and hear our conversation. It's going to be great. I think that, I mean, there are a lot of things that we've missed out on in 2020, and one of them would be our conversation about Hallmark at... um, Mm -hmm. It just, it comes up every year. It's just such a part of the fabric of our Thanksgiving or Christmas get togethers. So um, we definitely thought that would be a good place to start. And just, just know that like, you won't go without that this year. And you're so welcome. We just want you're to welcome. Truly. Very welcome. Um, so yeah, definitely grab that red solo cup and remember only one per day. Okay. Um, <laughs> in the dishwasher when you're, when we're done, um, we want to, you know, just make sure that we stick with one. Okay, guys. So mm-hmm. home, the rules still apply. Um, and there may be a line, you know, that you cannot cross with your red solo cup. And that's, that's just how it goes. Um, so yeah, I'm so glad we get to talk and start off with a little bit of lovely Hallmark. So Molly, it's, it's tricky to keep up with all of these Hallmark movies. Clearly um, we have our priorities and I mean, Hallmark is number one for us, but even then, it's tricky year after year. Um, so I know for us, we both haven't really gotten a chance to catch up on them this year. So what we decided to do was to think about one that's coming up and Molly, if it's okay, I'm just going to go ahead and like give you the title and give you a little rundown. Then I want to hear your thoughts on how wonderful from a scale of nine to 10, this movie is going to be. Okay. So this is going to be called a Christmas carousel. How is that one not taken already? Um, So this is going to premiere on December 19th. So we do have some time. And for those listening, um, we can just all take this time to to set this aside and get excited about it. So I'm going to go ahead and read the synopsis. And it's going to be starring Rachel Boston. Um, So if y'all know, you know, she's a classic, a classic um, Hallmark actress. I think she was in Stop the Wedding and some other, like some, she's been quite a few, but I'll go ahead and read the synopsis. So it says, when Lila is hired by the royal family of Marcadia to repair a carousel, she must work with the prince to complete it by Christmas. Wow, <laughs> so short, but it really packed a punch. Molly, what are your first? Yeah. Um, I'm at picturing like a carousel that goes around and has creepy music and, right, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this carousel is crucial to um the power that this family has in this country correct of course mm-hmm. okay okay I mean yeah I think Hallmark is um they're they're having to go work overtime to distract us from right all the disappointments that this whole year had and that's a lot to put on them so right. I think it's important to go into it not putting that much weight on it because even normal times, Hallmark cracks pretty quickly if you put too much weight. So we are putting more weight to make it make ourselves feel the nostalgia. 
Right. Um, with carousels, <laughs> is um, women carousel engineering, is that a lucrative uh, business? You know, so I do think so. And I'm, I'm sure she was highly sought after and that this Marcadian repair job is a big get. Um, if I had to guess, I would think that her job is in jeopardy somehow. And I would also think that there's going to be some big reveal about, you know, the Marcadian royal family, like they've lost touch. Do you think he is going to be against Christmas or she's going to be against Christmas? You know, I think my thought. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My thought is him. Well, yeah, my thought is him because. Uh, I don't know. It's too hard to tell from right now. Yeah, I would say that Rachel Boston is normally typecast as the over-enthused um, holiday fanatic. That's kind of one of her go-tos. I think she's, now that I'm thinking, I think she was in one called Christmas in Angel Falls. I could be wrong, but she played a, an angel that like came to earth to like help people feel the Christmas spirit or something like that. So she's always got a lot of energy. Um, and I think mm. that she's definitely going to be gung-ho Christmas and she's going to be like wowed by this carousel and see a big vision for its restoration. And they're all going to be like, oh, it's this old thing that we don't really care about, but blah, 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 blah. Um, and then she's going to restore it and there's going to be a misunderstanding and then, you know, we'll bring it all back together. So yeah, I think there's a lot here and I think it's one that we should all watch. Yeah. Yeah. And be ready for Be ready. I'm sold. I'm so, I'm excited that Hallmark is going to handle this very well, you know, as they always do. Especially like you said, I mean, this is an an engineering and mechanics and woodworking. Like there's a lot that goes into this and you know that they are able to handle all of those different professions. They're not just worried about newspapers that are no longer in print, that sort of thing, or gift shops that are going under, like they can do all this, all these STEM fields too. So I think it's going to be really accurate. And, um, and I think that the accents especially are going to be just fabulous. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get a lot of um, carousel riding, mon- um, what's what I'm looking for? Carousel riding montages, which I think is going to be really good. Right. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. I'm so excited. I'm glad we, we've sold our audience, too. Actually, yeah. We don't even have to hear their responses to know that we can all get excited about this one. Um, and I think that another thing that we thought would be a good way to, like, pull in and to think about, like, what this podcast is meant to be about um, is to just share some artifacts from Schmorderman's past, you know? And one of those being, um, and this will these will be someday, you know, um, Preserved published charity yeah in in either yeah published in books or in museums for sure um or our then, memoirs either yeah. one. Oh, definitely in our memoirs mm-hmm. but some letters that we've exchanged over the years and i think mm-hmm. this is the time too to go ahead and invite our our audience members to join us in um in the yeah just the exchanging of letters some old-fashioned it kind of connects with hallmark in a way you know old-fashioned mm-hmm. is this a a call to the audience oh yeah to the to um send letters to us we would love to hear from our fans right. and our family those two being the same thing um yeah we'd love to hear from you 
But what I'll do, Molly, is just, and this is kind of putting you on the spot a little bit, but I've got some, some ye old letters. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read some lines, just like blind, and see if you can think about the time in which this was written or the context or like anything that you remember about it, okay? Um, I'm so ready. I have one here where we talked about, you know, where's the time gone? And you said, um, we were once babies consumed with dream life. Now we are faced with adult life. To be honest, Ellie, I'm not ready for that version. I still steal toilet paper from the library. Molly? <laughs> I think this was senior year and my house in college, we were notorious for prolonging the purchase of toilet paper for as long as we can. Um, coffee, we never ran out of. Creamer, we never ran out of. But toilet paper was just not high on our priority. Right. So I think it was during exams and I was going to study. And before I left, I remembered that we did not have toilet paper at my house. Mm-hmm. And so I went to the library bathroom and put a roll in my backpack and went about my day. Ding, ding, ding. You were right. That was a senior, a senior year letter. <sighs> yes. That sounds like a senior year cry for help. <laughs> well done, Molly. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Are we ready for another one? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know I'm trying to find the best one. See, some of them are like very much like this one you were telling me about, like things at the ranch. So like, that's a dead giveaway. Mm-hmm. So let me see if I can at least. Well, I had three summers, three that's summers true. there. That's true. So I could kind of switch it up on you there, but okay. There's this one. Oh man. I am not sure if I've ever cried harder than when he dies at the end. I'm at the part where <laughs> his lady horses died. How dare they expose us to this? This movie should be wiped from existence. Please talk about the <laughs> classic Schmorderman event. And if you need, if you need help, I got you. If you need a hint. Oh, and your last. Wait, did I say? So this is a movie. I should have given you more context. This is a movie okay. that you can about, and it has like a classic Schmorderman kind of memory tied tied to it. Yeah. Okay. Um. What did I say about horses? Okay, so you said, I'll give you like the line before it. It says, this takes me back to when we as a family were not emotionally ready to handle the ups and downs of this film. I'm not sure if I've ever cried harder than when he dies at the end. I'm at the part where his lady horses died. How dare they expose us to this? Is that giving you any, is that jogging your memory at all? Yes, I think, um... Was it about the movie Spirit? Yes, Molly. Nice. We all went to go see it. Yes. I don't know if that was a Christmas movie that we watched or not. Yeah. I think um, I think initially I was not as, I didn't show the symptoms of trauma as quickly as you <laughs> and our, our listener, friend of the podcast, John Porter, yes. <laughs> who had to be escorted out by some aunt or mother. Um, because of how hysterical they were and their their tears and their real real emotion of of seeing spirit die. I mean, watching impacted from others watching the experience our emotional response. Yeah, um, we know a lot of our audience went through this um, also, so we'd love for you to write in and kind of tell us about your firsthand experience watching spirit in the theater for the right. first time. Right. Um, 
I'm still going through mine. So if you are right. you know, still processing or you haven't really right. done much work to, to, to come understand it, um, right. that's okay. We're here for you. It's a very tragic movie. And I agree. I think it should be wiped from existence because it, children are too young to see a horse be ordered to pull a train up a hill. Was spirit foretelling what this year was going to hold? You cry. You have to do things that are ridiculous. Like um, you're being separated from friends and family. Right. I mean, we don't know. That could be an interesting look. Definitely. That was a, that last one was a tricky one. It really was. I think. Mm-hmm. Was, apologize for not giving setting it up a little bit more, but you really pulled it out. That was a memory that I mean sticks with us for sure. So that was mm-hmm. going to be one that we came to one way or the other. Woo. We're still yeah. dealing with the emotional backstory of that. So I think what we should do now is transition to um, a little Christian fiction to kind of take our mind off mm-hmm. to really you know, have the hallmark effect, but in book form. So I would love to hear um, you describe for our lovely listeners, um, like a wonderful book series that they can go out and grab today and show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the past, I would say five years, I have been following a book series by Susan May Warren, and it's on the Christensen family Um yeah, on them. They are from Minnesota. They are, they love hockey. They love being outdoors. There's a lot of, lot of brothers, a few sisters. And, you know, they fall in love. They find their person. So each book goes through a different sibling and there's six siblings. And I have read the first three and I was intrigued by the last one. And I'll give you, Ellie, I'll give you the synopsis and, um, and what's going on? But here is the synopsis. Owen Christensen has been in a downward spiral since an injury ended his NHL career. But a job on an Alaskan crabbing boat offers a fresh start, maybe even a shot at romance with Elise. Scotty is her nickname. The captain's daughter. Used to being one of the guys to never relying on anyone, Scotty doesn't believe in happily ever afters, especially with someone like Owen. Her instinct is confirmed when Casper Christensen arrives to drag his prodigal brother home, bringing with him a truckload of family drama. And even worse, the news that Casper is wanted for questioning in connection to a crime back in Minnesota. But Owen is more than the sum of his mistakes. A true truth both he and Scotty discover when she escorts both brothers to Deep Haven as a part of her new job as an Anchorage police force. Thrust into an unfamiliar world of family, faith, fresh starts, Scotty begins to see potential for a happy ending. Is she brave enough to embrace it? Oh. Um, so I think the important thing to know is she is a bounty hunter to a criminal. Right. Um, and this is all under the umbrella of this Christian book. So I'm excited to see how Susan May Warren uh, tackles this. I will be reading this and updating y'all on the exciting adventure that, you know, is about to unravel. If you would like to buy, purchase this book, you can get it for zero, uh, $7.45 from paperback. Mm-hmm. And they do not make a hardback, unfortunately. What? I mean, what about people who want to save this this book forever? I don't understand why there's only a book I don't know. available. 
an I'm very excited about that. I mean, I think there are a lot of career transitions in that book that are interesting, you know, from crabbing to bounty hunting to mm-hmm. from NHL to get, uh, being on a crab boat. Um, yeah, I think those totally check out to me. They make total sense. It's a very linear move. So um, mm-hmm. from just crabbing to bounty hunting. So I, yeah, I'm very excited about that because to be honest, I don't think there's a ton of bounty hunting in Christian fiction. And I think that's like, I, I mean, like Amish books have a total foothold in the market and historical Christian fiction definitely is there. But I think that that could be a voice in Christian fiction that we haven't heard and need to hear. So I'm, yeah, I'm really excited to hear more about yeah. that. Can't wait. It's a, she's yeah. Um, just breaking open doors, just ready to unleash all these new fresh ideas. That's going to be a good one and a good one to read during the Christmas season. I think that I would just feel like really excited about hope and um, renewal in the Christmas season if I got to read more about this family's drama. Yeah, I think that would Mm -hmm. really bring it together for me. Yeah. So yeah, if there's anything else that really comes to mind for us, I feel like we hit some of the big ones and there will be plenty more to come because I think the idea is that we will repeat this um, mm-hmm. just to like keep the conversation going throughout throughout the uh, Thanksgiving, the Christmas holiday season. Yes, this is just a little, a little tease of what's to come. Um, we also are excited to have um, cousin interviews that will be starting. Um, the first one will be a surprise, uh, but I dare say that he or she is a crowd pleaser. Um, yes, exactly. And so that will be a, a fun, a fun new way to get to connect. Yes, exactly. So everyone get excited because your time is coming. It's going to be mm-hmm. great. Your phone might be ringing and on the other end is Ellie and Molly. And what a treat. What a delight. What that a treat is. for you. What an amuse-bouche, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't leave us to voicemail. That would be very rude. So answer the call because you could be the lucky person being interviewed by Louis Truly. Oh, so good. I love it. Well... I think we'll go ahead and leave it there for today, but yeah, everyone hang in there and hope you um, just did keep your one red solo cup as asked. And um, you know, we're just going to do what we can. And if you have a Mimi roll, raise it. Um, And if you don't, we have hope for a day when we will gather again and there will be many Mimi rolls. Mm-hmm. Lauren probably has a few in her freezer that she's doling out. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening. If you made it this far, that's, that's very, um, we are very honored by you listening to us. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Hopefully you will. <laughs> See you soon. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.